When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome back to Not Basic Blonde's podcast. This is the first episode of 2022. Happy New Year. I wish you guys your 2022 will be way better than 2021 will be the best year for you and of course like always i have an amazing guest today her name is jordan bone and we will be discussing so many great things my guest jordan is gorgeous and such a beautiful soul jordan became quadriplegic following a car accident in 2005 she became depressed soon after, but one day discovered guided meditations on YouTube, which changed her life forever. She then decided to create her own motivational videos, which then led to creating makeup videos. Aside from this, she has spoken at schools and other events. One of her videos, My Beautiful Struggle, went viral, which then allowed Jordan to work with brands such as L'Oreal, Urban Decay, and so many other famous brands. Her debut book and autobiography, also titled as My Beautiful Struggle, was released in 2017. As time went by, Jordan began to focus on her motivational content on YouTube and Instagram and has since become a life coach helping other people worldwide. So today, Jordan and I will be discussing so many great topics. We'll be talking about how to rediscover yourself, how can the hard and terrible things that happen to us make us more resilient, how can we embrace self-love, how can disabled women make themselves heard and seen in society, and so much more. We are touching so many great points. And before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, Jordan. I'm so glad to have you on my podcast. And you're so inspiring, so incredible. Thank you for being my guest. How are you today? Oh, thank you so much for having me. No, I'm great, thanks. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. And you've been so resilient, gorgeous, and thriving. We would love to know your story. How did you start your career? How did you become famous? Yeah, um, so... I um, actually started YouTube back in 2010, so a long time ago before kind of YouTube was popular. Um, and the reason for that was because I got into a really bad depression. Um, when I was 15 years old, I was involved in a car accident, which left me paralyzed from the chest down. 
and my whole life got turned upside down. I was um, an able-bodied girl, teenager who, you know, was becoming more independent. And then suddenly by having one decision of getting in a car with a newly qualified driver, I then changed my whole life in that split second. My life was changed. Um, when I was in the car accident, I felt like I couldn't breathe because I was being strangled by my seatbelt and I saw a white light. And when I saw that white light, I was like, oh no, I, I don't want to go yet. I've got so much to do with this life. Like, no, I'm not ready. I'm 15. So I started singing to myself to try and keep myself present, to keep myself in, on this earthly plane. And, um, I'm still here. So thank God. <laughs> um, but yeah, I actually broke my neck at the C6 level, which means I'm paralyzed from the chest down, which was so difficult. But at first, I think I was naive to it. I didn't think it was actually going to be my reality. I thought, yes, I'm going to need a wheelchair. But I didn't realize that I wouldn't be able to use my hands and, you know, a lot of other things I would need so much help with. So I, like I said, I got into a real depression because my life wasn't how I wanted it to be. I saw big dreams for my future. Even as a young girl, I always wanted to do something amazing. Um, but that felt like it was all taken away from me. But then one day I discovered guided meditation when I was on looking on YouTube. And I was like, this seems really interesting. Like, I need to do this more. This seems amazing. So I kept doing it. And um, it got me out of my depression. It got me from being at a point where I wanted to die to, wow, life is so magical. And I felt like I then wanted to share that and get on YouTube myself and um, be a part of the spiritual community at the time and try and spread some light because it seemed like I was engulfed in so much darkness that I wanted to spread the light that I had just discovered. So that's how it started, I guess, <laughs> with everything. Such a powerful story, but the thing is you turn your tragedy into triumph and you thriving and you inspiring other women. It's amazing. It takes really strong personality to do so. And sometimes like we don't appreciate things we have. And we actually, when we, um, some of the people are being ungrateful for things they have. And like, on the other hand, others that are like sometimes have their struggles and they're even more successful than others that have everything available for them, but they don't even use their resources. Mm, exactly. And, you know, it's always the simple things in life that we end up actually missing the most. Like for me, I can't like get myself dressed and I can't get myself out of bed without help. So it's like, before my accident, I would do that without any consideration and I wouldn't even feel any gratitude towards it because it was just normal. But for me now, like I'm so grateful when, you know, every day when someone comes to help me. And so it's the simple things in life that we should be the most grateful for. The big things are amazing. We should be grateful for them too. But if you start being grateful for all those simple little things that we take for granted, more magic will happen in your life because you are grateful for the things that you are given and that, are, you know, that can actually be, still be taken away. So be grateful for the little things and big, great things will show up as well. Oh, I absolutely agree with you. Gratitude is everything and you should practice more of it every day because it changes your life. It creates your life better. And 
for you, especially when you saw the white light, I know I've seen, I mean, I have some friends who had um, death experience, like near death experience before, and they saw the same. They either, they either saw some of their relatives coming and talking to them while they see the white light or someone close to them, but it means like the person was actually dead at that time. So and for you coming out of that and being strong and powerful, takes a lot I admire you I admire you so much thank you so much I think it just gave me that determination to think wow life can actually be taken away from you so fast we have one life as this being we might be reincarnated but we have this one life as this being that we've got to just live it we've got to live this life and you know we are the only ones that can get in our way there's so many struggles that we have but we can still try and go for the things that we want that's up to us to work on our mindset 100%. I agree. And I recently attended a kind of huge summit. And one of the speakers was talking about that time. You can replace time. You can buy time. I mean, you can buy time as far as like, you can pay for services. And um, while you doing something else, so someone will help you with something this way. But otherwise, time is priceless. And you have to really think about every step and if we still procrastinating or afraid to start something or do something because I mean time is valuable we shouldn't we shouldn't procrastinate no we shouldn't and you know there are days where we want to maybe take it slow if we're just but if we're doing something because we're afraid because we're afraid of what people think it's like imagine if you were on your deathbed what would you be saying to your younger self you would say do the thing do the thing that you were destined to do. Because I think if you want something, if you desire something, you want to do something, it's because it's in your destiny to try at least to do it. And you can just keep going until you achieve it. And that's all that that is. It's like life is like one big lesson and we're given lessons all the time and we can either learn from them or grow from them and use them in no matter, you know, anyway, we can use them in our business, in our relationships, in our just every day-to-day life so we might as well go for the things that we want because we're given the lessons we might as well use them um how did you overcome the grief how did it what mean things that helped you to get back to things that you usually do into your routine I think it was all the tools like meditation affirmations getting out in nature making sure that I was filling up my cup and just really becoming self-aware, understanding myself and realizing that despite having this injury, it doesn't, doesn't mean that I can't achieve. It doesn't mean that I can't be who I want to be. It just means that there's going to be an obstacle, but also it means that I have to just adapt. So I've learned the thing that helps me the most was meditation, but there's so many other things that I do now, like EFT tapping, emotional freedom technique, which is so amazing. It helps with everything. Um, so just using the tools that are actually really quite simple can actually really shift your mindset and just realizing that this is your one life. So I just think it's just having that realization. And I really believe that self-awareness is key. So working on yourself is everything like putting, uh, energy and investing in myself has been the best thing that I've ever done because, it's made me grow so much and it's made me become so self-aware and realizing that, okay, I may not 
love what happened to me, but I love that I'm still alive and I accept that this is the situation. Um, I always say to my clients, because I do coaching, that um, you know, acceptance doesn't mean you're giving up. It just means you accept what is and you're living more in the moment instead of living in the past and just thinking, what if, what if, and I wish this happened instead. And it's like, those things can come up sometimes, but for the most part, it's important to just be present and to accept in order to move forward. Because if we want to live that great life, we need to do those things to help ourselves accept situations and allow ourselves to grieve as well, though, and not cover it up with just positivity, do the healing work and the um, self-development. I love how you said it, accepting. Yes, you can just sit there and think about the past and what if, like you said, and still be upset about it. And just, it's, I mean, you can't change the past. So you can just accept it and move forward and create better things in life for you, for yourself and inspire others like you do every day. And what kind of coaching do you do? Like, oh, So I do... A variety of coaching I do a lot of self-love coaching with people to work through to their self-love journey using the tools and um, kind of like everything that I've learned over the past how many years now 12 years of my own journey and I've also had a program called the wild warrior where I work specifically with um, people with chronic illnesses and disabilities so I work with just um, able-bodied people all over the world, but also I had this group, which was so amazing because it was a safe space for people with injuries or a chronic illness to come together and feel that they were part of a community, feel seen and heard and not feel worried that, you know, if they haven't got that confidence yet, that they could, um, if they were on a coaching call, that if, if I said, okay, guys, let's move our bodies, they wouldn't feel uh, insecure about it because they're in a space where okay Jordan understands or they might have to show up to the call in bed that day because they were unwell like I made it so they could then get confident to maybe do any course so I went through that with them and that was just incredible I did four warrior courses last year and that was just amazing and then I had one called the lavish phoenix as well which was just so fun helping women um, rise from the ashes and no matter what challenges they're going through we can still live great lives so I like working with people with like um you know uh, the shadow side to help get to that light in order to achieve all the great things in order to become successful in no matter what area of their life and how do hard things that happen to us in life make us more resilient I mean I know there is a saying if it didn't break you it made you stronger but still knowing that and going through a hard time, it's really hard to get yourself together to pass through that stage when you think back and already thinking, okay, I've had this lesson for this. I always say to everybody that I work with that it's okay to feel the true feelings of what you're feeling. If you're feeling super low in that moment, embrace that instead of hiding it. Because if you hide it or hide it from yourself, then you will just keep covering it up and one day it will just be worse for you. So I always say like to journal out your feelings, even voice note out your feelings to yourself. Um, just let everything out and really tune into your body and feel where in your body you're feeling it. You know, a lot of the time people feel it in their throat or their stomach because like the stomach's in knots and just send that, that area like loving energy because everything is energy. So when we can shift it and, you know, 
even doing some tapping with that as well, the EFT can really help. But, you know, resilience grows. And I think the more you kind of understand that, well, there is a lesson within everything, you can kind of get through it. I would say as well, like, it's so important to remember that everything in your life that you've been through, you've gotten through because you're still here. So you're more resilient and more strong than you even think that you are. So I think that's really important to remember. But it's honoring the feelings in order to get to the other side and to feel okay again and not ignoring them. But, you know, sometimes it gets to the point where it's like, well, you know, I have a choice here. I have a choice whether, you know, to sit in this sadness for a long time or I just acknowledge it and then I move on and look at all the things that I am blessed for in life. Because life isn't always easy. There's going to be ups and downs, but we can shift our, you know, perspective pretty quick once we start to understand ourselves a little bit more. So true. I agree. How to help uh, people that in similar situation or that dealing with chronic illnesses, help them to rediscover themselves? I think sometimes you can lose your identity a little bit. If you, um, like for me, um, when I first had the accident, I felt like I didn't even look like myself anymore because at the time I couldn't even do my makeup and I sort of taught myself to, so I could still show up in to the world that I was still Jordan and I could still be me and still achieve what I wanted to, and even just look the way I wanted to. So I think it's just about acknowledging your identity and not putting so much identity on, you know, your chronic illness or your disability or injury, anything like that. It's just about showing up as you and knowing that you are still a strong, powerful person, no matter what. You are still you and you are not defined by your injury, chronic illness, whatever it may be. There's so much more to you. I think sometimes at first it can feel like it overwhelms you and takes over your whole life. But it's like it's a part of the life and it's part of life, but it's not your whole life. There's so much more to people than their situation. And that can go with anyone in life no matter if you're able-bodied or not, like you're more than your situation, you're more than your struggle and you're more than one story as well. So true, not to forget to still be yourself and through any, don't even, like you said, don't even pass through that problem and still remain yourself, that's the key. Yeah, it's important to just keep, keep on and keep being yourself because you are you and there's no one else like you. So it's just, just be yourself and, you know, then sometimes, you know, people stare maybe or but especially like years ago, I used to notice in my hometown, people would be staring at me and I'd be like, what is everyone looking at? And then it got to a point was, well, I love myself. I'm going to still show up as Jordan. They can stare if they want. And I don't care because I'm living my life. They can live theirs. And it's just a lot of the time it's curiosity anyway. And it's not necessarily from a negative space, but we've just got to show up as ourselves and be like, yeah, we're still powerful. Like, People may see us as vulnerable, but really we're so strong because we've had to learn to be strong and we've had to become resilient because in a way it's like you either do or you don't. And it's like you just become stronger through time as well because it's like, well, that's the choices you have. So true. And I get, I was bullied in school a lot and I still get even where I live in Atlanta, I get bullied for my style sometimes. And just, you know, I'm tall and I always stand out from the crowd. So some people can make some comments all the time. But it took me when I was a kid 
like to overcome bullying and struggles it took me some time to um overcome this but now i love this culture that we have now it kind of like past two three years it happened where everyone says that well i even read in children's book where it says it's okay to be different just be yourself be unique it's okay to be different but everyone was so afraid to be different and because i mean like someone doesn't look like someone or because we have our own standards and someone else has their own standards and people are so judgmental but now it's like kind of everyone broke free because of gender change different things in society so now everyone is like loving it and I love that finally people start embracing that it's okay to be yourself and it's okay to be different yeah I love that and you know, what's really interesting as well, which a lot of people don't even realize is that our subconscious minds takes everything personally. So if someone is judging us, well, they're actually judging themselves. So, you know, it's really hurtful. Like when I was a teenager as well, before my accident, I was like, the girls were really horrible to me at school and it can really knock your confidence and make you feel like all you want to do is fit in. But now, yeah, like you said, we're in this space now where we feel free to be ourselves and we should embrace it for now because there has been times where it felt like I suppose we all we couldn't be and it's you know people are threatened when you know there's something maybe a bit different or that they they aren't confident in themselves so they want to be they wish they could be like you or they wish that they could wear that or so they have to judge it but it's all because it's from a space of insecurity of themselves so it's always good to know that, but sometimes we're human, we can still get hurt by things. So true. And I love how you said it, that it's based on their own insecurities. That's why they have judging. I mean, they're judging and that's why they're trying to find something wrong in others because they have work to do within themselves. Absolutely. hundred percent. What to do if we still feel overwhelmed, even after we try to remain upbeat and you know happy all the time I know it's now it's such a term like toxic positivity mm-hmm. and everyone before used to ignore their feelings and just try to be positive all the time I mean it, it's good to be positive all the time but I have my moments I cry sometimes like I can't even yeah. stop crying and mm-hmm. I have those moments and now I, I just like told myself and I kind of learned it that it's okay. I want to cry. I'll cry. It's not gonna, you know. Yeah, and it's okay you know to have those moments. It is, and you know what? Crying is one of the best things you can do. We hold so much in because we don't cry, and with that, we're holding energy within us that is like gonna get stuck, and it's just gonna, like I said earlier, just uh, like bubble up inside, and we're just gonna go ah one day. Like yeah. we need to let it out. We need to cry. We need to not be ashamed of feeling the feelings because there's a reason we feel the feelings. And I think what's important is just to understand why you feel that way mm-hmm. and just have that human moment of having a cry, having a bit of like a ah moment. If you want to scream into a pillow, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> We just need to do that sometimes because we're human and things happen. And all I think is important is you're, if you're self-aware, if you understand where it's coming from and what you can do to make yourself feel better in the future or if it happens again. Knowing is kind of like knowing your boundaries, knowing um, that it's a, uh, a moment in time. It's not a bad life. It's a bad moment. 
and to not cover it up and not feel that you have to be positive and not feel ashamed to have a moment where you just feel a little bit overwhelmed because life can be overwhelming sometimes and we can do all the tools which are amazing and they literally have saved my life but at the same time you need to also be human too and it's okay like there's I don't think there's a magic like answer to just be like okay let's just be positive all the time because then it wouldn't be real it wouldn't be the human experience it would just be like I mean I don't know it just it wouldn't be natural but we can conjure up any emotion we want so if we want to feel happiness the thing is people say oh I want to feel happy that's my goal it's like if you think of a time and go right back to a time when you were really happy your body is going to be reacting to that that memory so you can create happiness within your body whenever you wish if you want to go back to a memory so that's one good way of looking at the past we don't want to always look at the past but if you use it in positive and um, resourceful ways that can really help you to raise your frequency again oh i love it i love how you said it to raise your frequency to go into some great moments and feeling this nice and positive feelings but you know as far as guided meditation i tried but I can't say I really get it yet because I guess I need to do it more to get a kick out of it. But yeah. I try it. Yeah, it's just sometimes I get distracted or sometimes I just really don't get it. Why and all these steps and like, okay, where is the final step? So what yeah. should be feeling at the end? <laughs> <laughs> I think the thing is as well, though, with meditation is a practice. And I think a lot of people want to be like, I need to be able to do it properly, like right away. But it's like, even after all these years, sometimes my mind wanders still. And, you know, it's fine. Like, it's okay. But we can be hard on ourselves. And we're also, because we are in a space sometimes where we want things to be quick. We don't give ourselves that time of being present and relaxing and just being in that moment. So I think it's just about consistently doing it, but also finding a meditation you actually like. Because if it isn't your vibe, is it if, if it's your thing, like what the, the words aren't resonating with you, you're not going to really enjoy it. So it's just about searching for ones that you really enjoy. But also I would say like if you add some tapping into your um, routine as well, I think that's that's a great one because that's more um, physical. So you can because you'll be tapping your body and you can feel the energy with that. So you don't have to meditate. You can do other things as well, but you can do them all and it's even more amazing. But um, yeah, it's just practicing it and finding something that you love. It's like anything. You need to just find what is right for you. Yeah, it's so true. I tried tapping. I had a girl on my podcast and she's like tapping queen. Like she has her techniques and all that. So it does work too. Yeah. And especially I've had one of the therapists show me the technique when you have anxiety, you just like kind of tap and hear and it helps you get distracted so tapping really works and with meditation like you said I guess I need to find my vibe where it's kind of interesting and fun for me yeah <laughs> so that's yeah. why I wasn't really getting it <laughs> <laughs> yeah just keep trying and just um but you know there's so many tools if that's not one that you feel is right for you then that's not right for you even practicing gratitude and taking some deep breaths as you think of the things that you're grateful for and feeling really grateful and feeling what those those memories or those things that you are grateful for bring to you like really feel that and be present with that and just take some deep breaths while you do it that's even meditation like it doesn't always have to be something like a guided meditation it can just be simply breathing 
and just letting your mind just relax for a moment. <laughs> what is your best advice on how can we embrace self-love? How can we start loving ourselves more? I think there's a misconception with self-love or there used to be when someone used to say, oh, she loves herself. It would always be seen as like a negative, but it's good to remember and a good starting point for someone if they're kind of in a space where they don't want to seem like they're being selfish to remember that self-love isn't selfish. The more that you love yourself, the more that you'll be able to give love to others because you're filling up your cup and you can then share that easily and uh, your energy will be in a good space and more amazing things will come to you. So for me, self-love is about giving yourselves those acts of kindness of giving yourself that time to do the practices such as meditation, such as moving your body, making sure that you hydrate yourself, but even things like putting your makeup on, like if you enjoy it, that's a form of self-love. Give yourself that moment where you can put your makeup on. Like for me, I always fake tan on a Thursday <laughs> and I'm like, that's part of my self-love routine. And it may not be a spiritual one, but for me, it's part of what I love and it's given myself something that makes me smile. So it's remembering that self-love isn't selfish and do it something to do the things that you enjoy by creating a bit of a routine, like a morning routine really does help. And all it is, is just creating a bit more of like self-awareness and knowing your worth and I really um, believe in affirmations as well. So even being able to say some really positive affirmations and feeling those words, but eventually getting to the point where you can say, I love me or I love you in the mirror and look in your eyes and sometimes asking yourself, like, would I be my friend? And I'm always like, yeah, I really enjoy, I like who I am. So if you can say to yourself, would I like to be my friend? Then you deserve to give yourself love. You deserve to give yourself love anyway, but you deserve it. And I think that we think that we don't deserve love. We give love freely to others. It's time to give it back to ourselves and know that you still be able to give it to others as well. Yeah. Like you said, there was a term before that everyone thought that self-love is selfish. And because people were confusing selfishness with self-love, but now it's like everyone strongly defined it. And it's like all over, it's like a movement about self-love and I'm glad people embrace it and I'm glad that it actually became so public that everyone is talking about it. And like you said, I love the fact that you mentioned that to look in yourself in the mirror, I was just saying to myself what I want to be my friend. You know, that's really amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, self, self-love is like the way we can become more fearless Self-love is confidence. Self-love is the thing that will help us to get to where we want to be because we're going to see that if we want something, if we desire it, that, okay, I'm going to get there until I get there. And I'm not going to stop myself because that is what I want. That is what I desire. So I'm going to keep going because I deserve it. So that's just realizing your worth and realizing that, well, if someone else is worthy of it, why am I not worthy? Like what makes you not worthy? Is it because society has made you think that way? But you are worthy. We just got to need to tell, we need to tell ourselves that all the time. Love it. Yes. <laughs> and I know you do Reiki. So how do you do it and how people can benefit from it? So Reiki is amazing. So Reiki is energy healing and I actually do it online. So I do distant Reiki because it's probably hard sometimes to get your head around if you're not spiritual, but like once you have it, you'll kind of understand it. Um, 
it's uh, because everything is energy. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. I can send you the Reiki energy. So um, when I was um, given this Reiki energy by um, the Reiki, my Reiki teacher, it's through symbols that you're given and you're then connected to the universe. So it's just a nice thing to help you relax. It's nice to help you heal the body, to go through the chakras within the body, to make you feel good. And that's ultimately what we all want is to feel good. So it's funny because when I was younger, I did my Reiki level one. And I would say to my spiritual teacher, things like, I won't be able to do it because I can't, because I can't open my hands because they're paralyzed. So I would be like, because I can't put my hands like in the proper position and she was always like, yes, you can do it, Jordan. Do not use that as an excuse. And she was giving me tough love, which was so needed because it makes no difference. I feel that heat from my hands. When I call in the Reiki energy, I feel that heat and the tingles in my hands so strongly that it doesn't matter that I can't open my hand and it be in a certain position. The intention is there. And with that intention, I've helped people with it because that's always made them feel so great. I've had such great testimonials where um, people have just been like, wow, that really just gave me the boost that I needed. It made me feel good. It gave me that energy. It gave made me feel like something shifted. So I love Reiki. I have it done to myself. I, I don't really do it to myself because it's nice to, you know, get relaxed by someone else. Um, but yeah, you can have it online. You can have it in real life. It doesn't matter if, as long as the intention's there and it's all good vibes. I love it. Like you said, everything is energy and you can actually give all the energy i mean when we feel energy of others when we talk to people mm -hmm. and we give all the energy and recently like i mentioned i've attended the summit and nick Wojcik was there he was a speaker and he is so powerful like his voice and his personality is so powerful that everyone was just amazed and shocked by the energy like he was giving out so it's not about like you know someone's ability or anything it's just about the energy they bring and they project absolutely and i think it, when you experience it you know don't you it's like oh okay i understand now and it's like even energy is so I, sometimes i think how do people not believe in energy because um you know when um you're like sat in a restaurant or anywhere and someone's looking at you you can feel someone looking at you even if you're not looking at them and it's like that's because it's energy their energy has been projected onto you and like the focus so it's crazy amazing and this life is so magical like we just take it all for granted that we're you know floating around in space right now like floating around but we're on this rock in the, in space and we're just like amongst all these stars and these planets and it's just so beautiful and you know life is so rare and anything is possible I think it makes you realize that anything is but we just take it for granted once you start seeing the magic in life and the amazing signs that you are given the synchronicities that happen the people you meet it all aligns and it's so much more beautiful and more powerful and magical than you even than we think on the day-to-day -day. absolutely and you know my mom is so funny she always tells me that um like every morning she wakes up she puts her makeup on and even if she has nowhere to go she still puts her makeup on and she says this is my morning meditation this is therapeutic for me so i yeah. must do it to feel great every day like i have to do it <laughs> so she does it every day <laughs> yeah well that's amazing and i love how she calls it her meditation there so you don't have to do things like 
it's like that adaption, like do things that make you feel good, not what the book says you have to do it. Like, oh, we have to do it exactly as this person says. It's like, no, you can create your own tools, but you know, you've adapted it. So yeah, put makeup on can feel like a meditation because you're just so present and you're making yourself how you want to be for the day. And I think that's great that she does that. She shows up every day as who she really is. What is your best advice for women that are maybe like in a similar situation, how they can be heard and seen in society? How can they speak up? Because some of them get discouraged and they don't show up as themselves, like you mentioned before. So, I mean, sometimes it can be difficult because obviously it's a journey. So I think confidence has to grow, but the way in which it grows is by getting out there, doing the work, doing the personal development, but getting yourself out there. And it can be difficult, but I I think ever since I was younger and I kind of got out of my depression, I decided that I need to get myself out there. I need to just start living this life because I've been given the second chance. And I think, you know, if you want to see a change in the world, you have to be that change. So it's really important to just sometimes put that fear aside and just try it. Even if you think, oh no, I don't want to do that again. At least you've tried it and thinking, oh, what if? What if I did make myself seen? What if I did make myself heard? I might've made an impact. So if you feel like you can make an impact, just do what you can to try. It might seem scary at first, but do what you can to maybe gain some confidence first, but even doing the thing will make you feel more confident. So it's about just doing it. Like there's so many issues like accessibility issues in the world and and it can be like off-putting to do certain things because you think, oh, it's going to be stressful. But I've always had this um, like view that, well, nothing will change if I'm not out there in the world. Because if I'm not out there in the world, then people aren't going to see me or others like me. So there won't be any changes. There won't be accessibility in certain places because they're not seeing people. So we have to be the, the thing that helps people realize. And with that, I think that's where we need alliances from able-bodied people to notice if there is, um, you know, an access um, need or there is something that could actually help someone so if there was no ramps into a building like that could actually change someone's life if there was like they can do things they can be who they want to be they can live their lives but sometimes it's scary for people so I think it's about everyone coming together and everyone realizing as well that disability doesn't discriminate anyone can become disabled at any moment so it's kind of like just you know standing up and being a voice for everybody and just us all coming together as one big community like the whole world we all need to be as one and be helpful for each other in every situation so true and the thing i like about us that it's so accessible for everyone and the anyone can get around like especially for disabled and but like in ukraine recently faced a problem because my grandma she was really strong powerful healthy she had stroke and she became paralyzed like her whole right side is paralyzed and she can't speak and in ukraine it's so not advanced at all as far as accessibility so she basically can't go anywhere she just at home and in us it's so it's made for everyone it's accessible everywhere people are not limited in anything they can do the same activities as everyone else but in some of the places like in Europe and other countries, it's mm-hmm. so not advanced as far as mm-hmm. these things. And it makes people's lives very difficult. 
yeah and it can be so stressful like it's it's like we are part of the world we deserve to be a part of it you know like it should be everywhere and you know there's so many disabled people that need those that support and need just those access needs that might even be something small that like I said can make such a big impact I went some I went to the Netherlands um in October and it was so inaccessible for me and it was my birthday trip and it just felt like I felt deflated because I still went I still had a good time but I just felt like wow this is really hard work and I just thought well there's a lot that could be done here there was you know so it is it is difficult at times but it's just hopefully some changes will come because I think you know this is where social media is powerful as well because our voices can get in different spaces and hopefully that can make some changes as well yeah I agree so true because some of the places are definitely not even accessible and people feel they can't even go to those places and it just creates so much I mean we got faced that situation and we had to do so many things to make it accessible because in Ukraine like it's so bad that they did not even have proper you know here in U.S. they have centers where you can I mean rehabs there they don't even have rehabs because they don't really care as much about people as far as like they thinking if someone has this kind of problem whatever they can just stay at home but here in U.S. it's so great that everyone can live normal life like everyone else and still do great things but like you said there are so many changes need to be done especially in Europe because there they are not as accessible to well it's just one big discrimination like you know this I bet in I don't even know like 50 years time it would be it would be shocking that this was even a conversation that you know, people couldn't do things because it was inaccessible. It's just such a discrimination and it's just, it, it's not right. And people deserve to be treated as people and not any less than, and everyone should be equal, you know? The thing is, with what we faced, you know, anyone can become, like you said, it, it can happen to anyone any second. And when we were going, my grandma was going through therapy, the physical therapist said that he has so many young people who went through strokes and had that happen to them and accidents, of course, too. So it's just like no one ever can predict it, but it just, we have to be um, kind of aware and we have to have things accessible for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is when it makes me realize, you know, how lucky I am even in the UK, you know, so, you know, not everyone always has those privileges. So it's, this is like I said this is where social media is so important and um, I just hope that everyone gets to have the experiences that they deserve and they desire because we have this life we we need to live it yeah I absolutely agree with you if there would be one message you would like to say to women what would be the message I would say own your power stand in your power be who you want to be not who anyone else wants you to be be you because you you are the longest relationship we will ever have so I think that any woman should just go out and live their dreams the way that they want and to just stand in their power and be empowered I think that's the word of my 2022 is empowered because we all deserve to be super empowered and 
live our best life no matter what our circumstances and even if it's hard to live that best life like live it as much as you can like live it to the full as your potential and you know like I said we may have to adapt in certain ways but we can we can do anything we're powerful this is the best I love this method <laughs> Aww, <laughs> it inspires me a lot too <laughs> oh that's amazing thank, thank you so you. much and where can all listeners find you your social handles all the information and if they do coaching where they can purchase your courses or uh-huh. any other information yeah so i'm mainly on instagram i'm really active on instagram it's at jbone89 and um, my website is uh, jordanbone.co.uk and i also have youtube as well which i'm coming back to this year because i've been off it for like almost a year so I'm coming back this year so super excited about that but you're best finding me on Instagram and if you want to send me a DM I'm always happy to answer them so yeah check me out there thank you so much Jordan you're absolutely gorgeous you're resilient inspiring I'm so glad to have you on my podcast thank you so much for being my guest oh thank you so much you are so amazing and I'm just so grateful so thank you so much you'll be on my gratitude list today (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you that was all for today guys i hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as i did not basic blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every tuesday and thursday to support the show tag nbb podcast on your instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on instagram as well at not basic blonde underscore or nbb podcast and if you haven't subscribe rate and review not basic blonde podcast on apple podcasts Thank you so much guys have a great day this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.